Disney's combined Hulu and Disney Plus app stacks up much more strongly against the competition than the two apps separately. But will it be a good deal for subscribers? Listen on to learn more. This is End Screen Noise. My name is Colin Dixon, founder and chief analyst at End Screen Media. And today is May 11th, 2023. As part of Disney's fiscal second quarter earnings call, CEO Bob Iger revealed that the company plans to combine Hulu and Disney Plus into a single app experience. The two are already available as a bundle of separate apps. The Disney Duo bundle goes for $9.99 a month with ads, um, and it's not available without ads. Well, in today's podcast, we'll look at the reasoning behind the combination and how it stacks up against the competition. But first, are you using the trackers feature on the end screen media website? Each tracker pulls together the latest data on the streaming media industry, making it easy for you to easily grasp what's going on in a quick three minute read. You'll find trackers for industry leaders like Netflix, Roku and Comcast. And I've just updated the Disney direct to consumer services tracker for the Q2 2023 release. And of course, we'll be discussing that in today's podcast. You'll also find industry overviews covering the most recent data for traditional pay TV and the US pay TV industry. And if you would like to sponsor the trackers feature, we'd love to have you send an email to sales, S-A-L-E-S, at endscreenmedia.com. Now, back to the podcast. Disney plans to have the Duo app available by the end of the year, and it will immediately be available to those who have subscribed to the Duo bundle. So if you're already subscribed to that, you will be able to get the Duo app, no problem. People will still be able to subscribe to the separate apps if they wish, and the two flavors of the tri-bundle of Hulu, Disney+, and ESPN+. Plus, um, that's available with and without ads and will continue to be available when the Duo app is released. So viewers will still be able to control what Disney content they pay for, as Mr. Iger promised a few years ago. And by the way, this announcement of the Duo app, well, it pretty much puts to bed whether Disney will keep Hulu or sell it to Comcast. I think it's pretty clear Combining them wouldn't make much sense if the company doesn't keep it. So why is Disney making the move? Well, Disney says it's creating the Duo app because it will be good for subscribers because it combines the general entertainment content in Hulu with the premium content in Disney+. And this will be one smooth experience which the company hopes will increase customer retention, reduce churn, and boost customer lifetime value. But, you know, I think there are other reasons why it makes sense for Disney to combine the two services that have nothing to do with making subscribers happy. Both Disney Plus and Hulu have content flow problems. Hulu lost the most recent NBCU episodes last year as Comcast moved all of those back to its own service, Peacock. 
and the loss has really eroded a key value proposition for Hulu. One of its key value props is that it was the one place you had to go to watch all the latest top TV shows. The only ones it didn't have was CBS. Well, now it only has 50% of those top TV shows. So to compensate, to keep Hulu subscribers happy, Disney needed to boost spending on content to bolster that value proposition with subscribers. Otherwise, well, they're just paying the same for less, right? Unfortunately, it has done the opposite. To move Disney Plus to profitability and to make sure all of its DTC services approach profitability, it is cutting spending on content for all of them. So what that means for Hulu is that it is not going to get any more money to fill the void left by the loss of the NBCU episodes. And it's a double problem, right? Because Disney Plus and Hulu are both suffering content deficits as Disney, quote, right-sizes its content spending on the DTC services to move them towards profitability. And, and by the way, actually, I think Hulu is already profitable. ESPN Plus and Disney Plus are not. And what actually is happening is this content deficit is now showing up in the growth of both services. Disney Plus lost subscribers in the US and Canada last quarter for the first time since the service launched. It was down 1%, not a lot, but it was down 1% to 46.3 million. Hulu's growth also slowed to a crawl. It gained just 0.5% to reach 43.7 million SVOD-only subscribers. So combining the two services into the Duo app effectively hides the content loss in both apps. And, well, the combination really does create an SVOD monster. And what we're going to do here is I'm going to plumb some new data from streaming TV aggregator RealGood. Now, I've talked about RealGood data before. RealGood really helps people find great things to watch, and they are actually able to look at what people are searching on and watching and use that data to calculate popularity of content and services, etc. Well, they've just sent me a whole bunch of new data where they've collated how many titles are available in each of the top services. So we're really going to be using that data for this discussion, this part of the discussion. And uh, by the way, I'll include graphs of this data in the posting of the podcast on the End Screen Media website. So just hop over there if you want to look at those graphs. So basically, from this real good data, what we see is that Hulu and Disney Plus really lag far behind competitors in the US in terms of the US, the size of their US libraries and the quality of the titles available. So let's look at movies first. Netflix leads in available movies, well ahead in available movies with HBO Max, Paramount Plus and Peacock Premium taking up the second, third and fourth places. Looking at high quality titles available, Disney Plus does a little better than its previous fourth place, fifth place rather. Uh, coming in at third place with HBO Max, Netflix and Peacock Premium ahead. Hulu languishes in fifth place for movies either by total or quality 
title count. So it is well, well back. So not a great showing in movies either from Disney or from Hulu. Now, Hulu does a little bit better when we look at TV shows. Looking at the total number of TV shows available, it's in third place, far behind Netflix and slightly behind Discovery+. Plus. The number of high-quality titles available places it in second place behind Netflix, but Disney Plus is way behind all the other services is all the other services in both total and quality TV titles available. So what the real good data really shows is that Hulu and Disney Plus are pretty lackluster competitors among the top US SVODs. So what will happen with the Disney Duo app? Well, I'm going to tell you, it's a much stronger competitor. Looking at movies first, it is third in terms of total titles and high quality titles. So it places much better than either Disney Plus or Hulu separately. And it is neck and neck with Netflix for total and high quality TV shows. It really is a dead heat between the two uh, based on this real good data. There is one caveat here. This real good data was taken on the apps as they are today. And according to Disney CFO Christine McCarthy, the company is actually shifting to a more curated approach with its direct-to-consumer offerings. Here's what she had to say. We are in the process of reviewing the content on our D2C services to align it with the strategic changes in our approach to content creation that you've heard from Bob. That's Bob Iger. As a result, we will be removing certain content from our streaming platforms. So we should expect content to thin some in the coming months. But Bob Iger was very quick to say that they would only be removing content that really wasn't being watched. So he thinks at least this shouldn't have a negative effect on subscribers because this, the content that people really like will still be there. Now, we have to see if that's what they do. But even if they were to take 10 or 20% of the content out of both apps, it would still leave the Duo app as a very serious contender in the US market. So combining the services into the Duo app produces a very, very strong contender in the US market, even if they do remove some of the content. However, it does leave some unanswered questions and they are big ones. Hulu and Disney Plus have very different ad loads. Disney Plus shows about, I think, four or five minutes of ads per hour, no more than that. So it is a very, very light ad load. Uh, and probably one of the reasons why people have been so comfortable going to it. But Hulu's is much higher. It's more than double uh, the Disney Plus load. Now, I doubt that Disney will lower the ad load on the Hulu content. That would be crazy, right? They're giving away money. People are, uh, what, 43 million or 44 million people are pretty comfortable watching content on Hulu Plus at that ad load. So I doubt that they're going to reduce the ad load. So does that mean that Disney Plus content will get more than double the ad load? So if you love the Disney content, are you now going to have to watch twice as many ads and still... You know, still have to pay the $9.99 or whatever it is they're going to charge for the Duo app. And if they don't do that, 
if they somehow differentiate between the two content, it will be a pretty jarring user experience, right? You may not actually be sure if you're watching Disney Plus or Hulu content, but you sure will know by the ad loads because the ad loads will be dramatically difficult, different. So how they're going to smooth that experience without trampling on the Disney Plus users who are used to this low ad load, uh, but still maintaining the revenue that Hulu has been successfully generating at a much higher ad load. I don't know how they're going to manage that. The other thing is price increase. Mr. Iger said that the company will increase the price of ad-free Disney Plus this year. They're really dead keen on getting as many people to switch to uh, Disney Plus ad supported as possible because they're very confident that ad rates are going to go higher and uh, the company will do extremely well. It seems to think that it will make up the difference um, and, and some in those viewers. So they're going to bump the price of ad-free viewing to try and encourage people to go to Disney Plus with ads. I've got to wonder if that means they will also increase the price of the Duo app. It did not get increased in price when Disney adjusted prices last year. And neither, by the way, did the Tri app bundles. They didn't get adjusted either. So I have a feeling that there are price adjustments in store for the Duo app and for the Tri app, Tri app bundles. Uh, so we could well end up paying a little bit more for the Duo app and for ad-free viewing on Disney Plus later this year. I'm looking forward to the company releasing more information about the Duo app and how it plans to handle the curation of the content in the coming months uh, and how it also plans to fix this ad load issue and handle the price increases. So uh, check back here and we'll definitely be talking about that. And if you'd like a rough transcript of today's podcast, head over to the Endscreen Media website We'll also, you'll also find the diagrams of the real good data there, which should help you understand how the Duo app really stands up against the competition a bit better. And while you're there, you can post a comment about the podcast. Or why don't you tell me if you think you'll be signing up for the Duo app so that you can get that blended Hulu and Disney Plus experience. Hey, while you're there, if you haven't done so already, why not sign up for the free end screen media newsletter. This has been Colin Dixon. I'll speak with you again next time. This podcast is the property of end screen media. All rights reserved.